Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with entrepreneur, founder of Fliplock, and devoted mother, Anna Rieger. She is a champion of women, children, and community. She's a mother to six children and stepchildren, a wife and a business owner who believes in the power of dreams and hard work to make it a reality. Anna is the founder of Fliplock, along with her husband, John Rieger, the inventor. The Fliplock is a safety device that started as a way to protect children in case of a shooting or threat of a shooting at a school. Today, Fliplock goes far beyond the classroom to protect people in their homes, dorm rooms, offices, and more. She's the founder and owner of four companies. She's got great energy and drive. Enjoy this interview. Well, <laughs> Anna, it's great to meet you. And, and I want to begin our conversation with what we lived through for the last three and a half years, which was the pandemic. How did you get through it? And how did it change you? Um, well, I officially got really, really sick for five weeks, right? So it really took oh, a wow. toll personally. Um, where I, I was really, really ill. Uh, but before I got sick and before it was, we didn't even know what it was, right? Most people got medicine and I, I get, I got nothing like, we don't know what's wrong with you kind of deal, right? And the hospital and all that, it was really, it was really intense for my family because, you know, when we realized it was contagious, I was isolated and I have my mother-in-law that I take care of also. So I was really concerned about her safety and health. So we kept me super isolated. So for me, it was a pretty isolating five weeks. I was literally sick for five weeks. Um, and then I had my youngest daughter. So first I had to think right away about my health, you know, it started and then we, things were starting to close, but we weren't there quite yet. And so my health really hit me first and it really gave me a perspective of, wow, I really need to take a step back and, 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 you know, first figure out why am I so sick? I had no idea, but for business, it was, you know, what do we do, you know, when things started closing and which companies, can we keep open and which ones do we have to close? Because some of them are essential, some of them are not. And what do we do to support most of the people that work for us in some of my company, you know, one of my companies, I have a lot of moms and, you know, some of them are single and I just couldn't bear not, you know, supporting them. And so we continue to support as much as we could, even though we're small companies, uh, because a lot of the people that work for me are, you know, been with me for a long time. And so it was trying to meander through, you know, do we, do we open, do we have people come in now that when the school started closing, it was like, we can't have people come in because most people need to watch their babies and we're family people. We, we understand it. And so we had to work all those nuances and also at the same time, keep the bills paid. And also, you know, you know, it was, it just became very treacherous uh, to try to, to balance, you know, work, life, health, People, you know, because we weren't the only ones dealing with this. Everybody was so uncertain what was going to happen. And it was just a whole new, a whole new world for us, you know, to, to traverse through with our kids. You know, we had kids coming home from college that were in college and it was so devastating for them because, you know, they had their friends and their life. And then my youngest not being able to go to school with her friends and then me trying to be run the businesses, support my teams, plus you know, help my daughter do her homework that she was homeschooling on, which was, it was chaotic for me to say the least in a yeah, nice way. It was, and it wasn't anything I could really get my hands around. I just did the best I could each day and took one, one day at a time. Yeah, that's it. That was the key. So let's get to the essence of what you do for a living. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third grade students. It's okay. career day. One of the okay. kids says, Hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? I said, well, I'm an entrepreneur, so I find there's problems in the world and I try to find the solutions to those. And right now, my main focus is 
helping empower students like yourself to go into action to protect themselves during a scary situation that comes in that where you might have to lock the door or you may want to protect the door where we don't have to think about putting desk in front of the door. You just flip it, it drops, it locks, and then you just go with your teacher and everything is going to be taken care of from there. So that'd be the perfect place for you to describe that as in a school. Mm -hmm. For sure. So what did you want to be in the third grade? What was your dream to grow up and become? In the third grade, I, you know, that's a, that's a really good question because I think that I was in such a, I lived such a hard life, you know, that I, I, I just wanted to um, be able to do stuff everybody else did. You know, I, yeah. I wanted to be able to afford things. I think I saw things differently because we had such a, a hard background. Right. Um, and I didn't really think about what my future was. I never, I never thought, I thought about what tomorrow was going to be, you know, so what so what were the seeds that were put into you to become an entrepreneur and to help people? How did that happen? Well, I think it was, you know, as a young daughter to a family, a big family, I was the oldest. So I always took care of my siblings and I always felt like responsible, you know, like I wanted to help them and do things for them so that they didn't have to feel stressed or the way that I felt. So I always made sure they had food. I would cook. I would do a lot of things as a young child, a very young child, uh, you know, and I think maybe third or fourth grade. Yeah, I was cooking and coming home and taking care of my siblings because it was just the way that my dad was legally blind and we had to really help out. And I had to help out a lot in my family. Um, and so I think it gave me this sense of um, responsibility um, to really, you know, do more and, and really try to just help out in my family. So you had to have really inspirational people around you. Who was a hero for you? Who was my hero? Well, a hero for me around me, you mean? Yeah. Um, well, I think it was one of my teachers. I had a, 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 a teacher, an art teacher, Miss Smith, and she was so amazing. And she was always this put together woman. She always had a smile and she always made me feel you know, like I was important. She would always just tell me, Anna, you you know, you look great today. How was your day? And just really cared about me. I never had anybody ask me like, what do you want to, you know, how was your day? Or, you know, is there anything you'd like to do? And I was like, wow, I never, <laughs> I don't know. I never had these questions. So it opened up this world of, you know, what do I want to do and, and who do I want to be? And I think when I was younger, you know, I wanted to be the superhero that could help all these kids, you know, get out of situations that they weren't you know, that they were going through. And I, I was going through a lot at that time, you know, as a third grader. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? I think it would be as there's, there's one particular person, but it's like the, what do you call it? It's like, everybody says that person, but for yeah. me, it's different. You know, it, it would be Oprah Winfrey because yeah. she has gone through so much in her life and she has steadfast stayed her focus stay true to herself, no matter what other people said. And then she went out and she made a difference in other people's lives through her platform. And I think for me, that's important because not only did she, yes, she's successful, of course, but she went through a lot to get to where she is. And instead of going, I'm going to listen to this person and not do my dream. And I'm going to, you know, she didn't, she stayed focused and still went out and achieved great things. And I believe that, you know, women who can continue to do that despite the challenges they're throwing at them, especially in her time, because it wasn't so many women in, you know, business or power or even voices at that time. 
you know, and then to be a minority woman on top of it was just, it's so intriguing to me. And I really, I really admire her, you know, and everything that she does from her schools to her just be in the platform for people to share their stories and really be authentic. I think that that really does something to me. It, it really, it, 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 I connect with that. It resonates with me. So speaking of that connection, what's been your inspiration to get up every day, to get out of bed, to make yourself better, to find a more successful place in life? What's that been for you? My inspiration? Well, I'll tell you, when I was young, I was 21. I was in a car accident. I almost died. They read me my last ride. Somebody did die. I was not driving, but... Um, and it was a bad situation uh, where I had a designated driver that wasn't designated. So long story short, I lived, they gave me three days to live. They read me my last rites and internal bleeding. My liver was lacerated and I was in ICU for a while. Um, and when I got out, you know, I was in a wheelchair for about a month. So for me that really, I had this like, oh my gosh, I get to live and I get to try something different and I get to be here. There's a reason I'm here and I need to be somebody that this person that's not here anymore can be proud of to know that I'm trying to make a difference in life. And I always tell people, you know, when that moment came and they were reading me my last rites and they were talking to me and my dad's holding me in my hand in the hospital. Um, I said, I looked to my left and I looked to my right and nobody was coming with me. So I'm not going to allow anybody to tell me my value and I'm never going to do that to anybody else. And I looked down and I had nothing on absolutely nothing bed sheet. Nothing was coming with me. So in that moment at 21 years old, I realized the most important thing I had in the world was who I am, what I leave the world as, and how many people I can hopefully inspire if I ever got out of that bed or that wheelchair. And I think that's what I try to do every day. Wow. So tell me what's one of the best success stories you've had with Fliplock. Best client, something that always makes you smile. Well, I the best one, let's see. It was probably the very first, we had a small school in Houston, a private school, and the head of the school had been looking for three years, she said, for this something to do in her schools to make her school safer. She's connected to a bank. They actually had somebody come into their school. So she was always worried about her children being able to go to action and having her teachers protected. So when she found Flipblock, she contacted us and said, you know, this is, I want this in my schools. And so we put it in. And then later on, uh, she let us come in. Channel 2 did a news story, a local news story about it but then whenever I if I call her I go visit just to talk to her her kids they all are so empowered and they just want to show you what they've done and that they have this system down so for me that's been such a rewarding feeling because when I see a five-year-old telling me Miss Anna I know how to do it I know what I'm gonna do it's just so rewarding for me and and that really brings me joy so of all the things that you've done, accomplished, overcome in your life, what are you the proudest of? Being a mom. I didn't think I was going to be a mom. I never thought I was going to have kids because being an oldest of seven, um, I had a lot of experience <laughs> raising kids. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, no, I know what that <laughs> is. No, thank you. I'm over that deal. <laughs> I couldn't get far enough away from it. But I am so grateful and thankful, and not only for my biological daughter, but for all the stepchildren that I have. And I love them, you know, like my own. And I, I feel like, you know, they were put in my life for a reason. And, and we're here to help each other grow and learn together. And I, and I love I love being a mother and I don't mean I, they have to be my biological kids. And that's why this mission for Fliplock is so big to me, because I feel they're all my children. You know, they're, they're babies. They're our children. They're our future. And so for me, that's the biggest gift. Yeah. What's the best advice that you've ever gotten in life? 
Oh, um, you, <laughs> this is not too long ago either, because I've never been front and center. Right. And so as you put yourself out there and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. I'm not this. I'm not that. And she was like, Anna, do it. And I promise you, you won't make the same mistake twice if you mess up. And I was like, that is really okay. Now yeah. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to figure it all out. I'm going to go. And you know what? I might make a mistake, but you know what? I promise you, I won't do it twice. And yeah. so now I pass that on to everybody. It's that's powerful. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So everyone has a perception of you, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> Um, I think I'm just a mom right now on a mission to do what I feel called to do. Um, I, I don't, you know, we don't do titles in our companies, you know, we don't do any of that. I feel like I'm on a team and I'm blessed by all the people that are coming and joining my team. And I feel like it's creating this tribe of people that keep pushing me so that whenever I doubt, or if I have that little voice of self-doubt, I can turn it really low and not, not listen to it because I know I have these people around that are supporting me in my mission. What's the best thing about living in Houston? <laughs> Definitely not the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the diversity, you know, the diversity and the connection connectedness of Houston. It's a big, small city. I was born in Houston. I was born and raised. I love Houston. And I feel like there's so many diverse people, but there's community and there's so many different business opportunities here. And I've been very blessed because of the dynamics that are in Houston. So if anyone wants to learn more about you, Fliplock, reach out, hire you, anything about your world, where do they go? They can go Anna Rieger official or they can go fliplock.com and they can contact me at Anna at fliplock.com. Anna, this has been great. What a great story of overcoming and triumph. Thank you for sharing and best of luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Hey.